0: Hi guys, welcome to In Our Community podcast where we interview common people doing extraordinary things in their communities. I'm your host Hitty from Resurrection Movement Studio. On episode nine of this podcast, I sat down with a new business owner, Kelly Rupp from Fit for Life by Kelly in Berwick. We talked about her journey in the fitness world, how she became a business owner, the times that we worked together in Berwick and reminisced on the old memories, and ended the podcast with a words of encouragement. This is a really fun podcast to sit down with an old friend, an old colleague of mine, and somebody that I admire and just love spending time with and in her new space. Um, and so listeners, I hope that as you listen, there will be a smile on your face and that you are going to want to try her new new business, Fit for Life by Kelly. Let's get started. Alright, so today I'm super excited. I'm sitting across from Kelly Rupp, Little Rhino in her new space. And hi, Kelly.
1: Hello there. So good to see you again. So good to see you. I miss
0: you. Oh, I miss you too. I miss our workouts. I know. So a little backstory for the listeners. Kelly and I used to work at Field Fitness in Berwick when Mark Nespoli was the owner. Correct. We had a great time over there. Oh my God,
1: those literally were the days. I know. I, love, I miss it. Oh, so much
0: you know we used to have so much fun working together but now you are about to open your new facility
1: I am yeah so
0: Kelly's based in Berwick Yes. Um, do you want to talk about where the location is going to be what the business is going to be called sure
1: it is fit for life we're a f- fitness facility um, we're opening for training sessions um, every day of the week morning evenings Saturday mornings um, the location is 112 East Front Street in Berwick, which is right next to the Berwick Theater.
0: Perfect. And it's a really nice space. We're it sitting is. in it right now. And honestly, I'm a little bit jealous of your space. <laughs> you got more space than I do.
1: I'm really excited. As soon as I walked in the door, my my heart went, This this is my place. This is my space.
0: Awesome. And so let's tell the little story about how this came about because i think it's really important to know because as far as i've known you kelly you have mentioned how many times it's like oh, i don't know if i want to own my own space so you have right. kind of like hopped from gym to gym to work I there did.
1: And, i did i did i worked with mark at Fuel fitness uh, until he sold it uh, i worked with mark at extreme row and then he he sold that as well and i was kind of a straight little puppy and uh, I ended up going to see uh, Leo at Rocky Boxing Um, he had a small space I could train in and that's where I was for almost it will be two years in January Mm. and I'm old so I didn't ever (laughs) think I would be wanting to (laughs) start fresh new business and here I am. I'm right. doing it. it. It was just meant to be. That's how I just, everything fell in place. And here I am.
0: Yeah. So tell us how, how this happened, how this building came about. Yes. Yeah. I
1: um, was training one of my groups and we were just very tight in a little space. And uh, my former bar, uh, boss Mark is now doing real estate. And she stopped in the middle of the workout, walked over, texted him and said, basically, Kelly needs a space. The next day, he calls me and he's like, run up the street for 10 minutes. So I actually ran up the street because I was working at <laughs> Harry's Sporting Goods and uh, walked in the door and the rest was history. yep it all fell into place
0: is that two doors down is that mark's office
1: yes mark is yeah so we're like neighbors yep
0: isn't that crazy yeah and he
1: goes by the window and gives me a little Bicep flex <laughs> while I'm in here, like, cleaning up and get, getting the space ready. But he's excited, too. Good, um, good. He'll, he'll be training here. Good. Now that it he has a little garage gym, but, you know, that's yeah, cold. I know, My, yeah, this that's This is nice right. and warm in here.
0: So he comes to over to our so, gym and train yeah, sometimes, FIC too. Yeah, I see pictures, yeah. yeah. And
1: I can't wait because I, I miss just working out with him and then just sitting on the couch there at Fuel Fitness. yeah. You know, just talking nonsense with everybody.
0: I know. So, you know, in the podcast, I like to talk about community because I think community is such an important aspect of whatever business that people do that I bring onto this podcast. And honestly, when I worked in Berwick, that was what, 2012, 2013, maybe? That was... Back uh, then, it was, yeah. I don't know, some, I don't remember the year range, but there was like a year or two that I worked in Berwick. It was I commuted from the inbuilt to Berwick. This was when I was like traveling right. all over to work. Fuel Fitness had this awesome community of people that I just loved working out yeah. with and just being around. And I'm yes. sure those people, you're still yeah. around, yeah, right? Yep, I still yeah. have, yep.
1: I, I have, we reminisce. Every class, there's several people in it that actually started when Mark started boot camp, uh-huh. after he wasn't even that was like 2011 maybe, yeah. and they're still coming. Aww. You know, uh, like and we're they're not clients; they're mm-hmm. family. You know, and and a lot of like Mark's very like he attracted that because mm-hmm. he's very family oriented, mm-hmm. and like his grandfather, who is also my neighbor. Nestle Aww. Jewelers, right uh-huh. there. That's right. You know, and now his brother Jonathan runs it. Yeah. So, you know, it's it's very very community oriented, and right. we're like you know everybody. Right. <laughs> you know, like it's it's great. So and he, shout
0: out to Mark. Yeah. I mean, for... Yeah.
1: Like I think it was his drive of of community. Like he still does a lot of community work mm-hmm. for Berwick. So.
0: You know, it's funny because. One of the reasons why I opened the studio is I had a conversation with Mark. and I said, Mark, why can't you just open a facility in Danville? He's like, I'm not doing that. You do it. Yeah. And I was like, maybe I should. I and that know. was like simple common. He probably don't even remember making right. that to me. But that was one of those things. So like, oh, maybe hmm, I can. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah.
1: Well, that's why he did the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> For me, like, I'm, he asked me to come to the gym to do some office work. Uh-huh. Um, before the gym was open, we started running a few miles in, to get ready for the diamond. Uh-huh. And, and then he would take us to this little playground, and we'd work out on the equipment. Uh-huh. And then when the gym actually opened, he's like, do you want to work out? So I started working out every morning, 7 a.m. with him. And the one day he says to me, you know, you should really be a trainer, and I'm like okay. <laughs> 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 and then he gave me information on, you know, different routes um, to go with that and I did it and the rest is sister. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: And now you're about to open your own. Facility. I
1: know. I can't believe That's it. That's crazy. That's yes. awesome.
0: So Kelly, let's talk about your, your fitness journey. This is okay. something that I don't know. I only oh, know from when I met you okay. and started. So it's let's, let's interesting. do that. Okay. It let's is. Let's talk about
1: it. Well, like I had a, basically battled my weight mm-hmm. forever. Even when I was little, I was a little bit chubbier than all the other Okay. girls and stuff so I always had like this body image problem and uh, when I got married I got real comfortable and put on a little bit more weight and then uh, after I adopted my son I got really healthy like I just wanted to be a you know be healthier mm-hmm. be a good mom mm-hmm. and he went to kindergarten which was really hard, which you'll find out soon. <laughs> but uh, he came home with um, a fun run paper. Burke Hospital was having a kid's fun run, and there was a, a five-mile race
0: hmm. also.
1: And I just started running, and I was so embarrassed to run, I actually ran at night inside the Nescapec school ground, so yeah. nobody could see me, because I felt so self-conscious. Mm. you know and um, I walked and ran and finally I got like I could run non-stop for one mile so then I then I ventured out and and little by little I added on and uh, I saw that five mile run and I looked at my husband and I said I think I'm gonna run that and he's like you never ran five miles I'm like (laughs) Uh, I think I really want to do it. Mm -hmm. I'm going to give it my best. Mm -hmm. And my goal was not to be last. And I wasn't. I did see the ambulance behind me. It was closed, but I wasn't (laughs) last. And then I started really running more. Uh And then that's how I got more into fitness. Uh And then when I met Mark to do his office work, I started weight training, which totally changed my body mm. like it was it, I would have never believed it I would have never believed that mm. I could get the results I did so that and then it was just I never stopped and I, I just felt so good and, and and like I always I still think deep down I have some body image issues I don't but it's you know I got a handle on everything now yeah and it feels good
0: Right. Yeah. I can relate to that. I yeah. mean, you know, the body image issue, it's like you, and I always, it's so easy to tell the clients to not worry about that, but right. we all, we both, as we did. professionals, we yeah. struggle with it. I yeah. can
1: remember going to, um, I, back in the day, a, kick, a kickboxing class, mm-hmm. and I would arrive, this is, I'm not exaggerating, like 15 minutes early so I could get the back row. Hmm. Like, I didn't want to be in that front row jumping around and feeling everything jiggle and like I actually would have anxiety about it so like yeah. everybody and I admitted it and like I have to have the back row <laughs> yeah. and they all were like we made it like we all laughed about it and all but like they tell me now like now you're up front doing everything and I'm like I, I don't even worry about it you know right. but like it was just it was huge step
0: right And I always talk about like falling in love with the process of training, right? And it sounds like that's what happened to you. And then the results came. I know. I think a lot of clients have that mixed up. They focus so much on the goal itself that they forget to enjoy the process. I know. If they can find a way to, you know, find something that they can truly enjoy. Yes. And that gives them, you know, ultimately that will end up giving you results. Right.
1: And if you find something you enjoy. Stick with it. You stick with it. Yeah. And you, because you enjoy it. Yeah. Like, if you hate doing it, you get up in the morning, and you're like, oh, I don't want to, you know? But right. if you enjoy it, you're like, oh, I'm going to i to go. squat today. Yeah. I'm excited, you know? Right, and right, right. believe me, if somebody would have told me this when I was 30, I would have never believed them. Hmm. I would have never thought in a million years I would be this person.
0: Hmm. Never.
1: And, and and to to consciously make an effort to eat well and... You just feel so better. Everything like snowballs to Mm. the good. Like no matter if you start with nutrition or if you start with your fitness, you get one of them going, the other one...
0: Kind of falls in place. Yeah. Yeah. And
1: then then you're like, oh my gosh, I didn't even realize I didn't feel that well Mm. because that was just a normal feeling Mm -hmm. because you're just, you know, you're used to all, all the bad like sugars and all that. Not to say I don't have... A treat right. once in a while, you know, but yeah. uh, but when you live on it, it really makes you feel. That's
0: different, yeah. 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 Absolutely. So, um, so how long ago was this that you started on this fitness journey?
1: Well, um, it was 1995 that I did that first five-mile run. Um,
0: the fact that you remember the year I means it's probably you, like really It was. It was life changing. It was yeah. life changing. Yeah. It mm-hmm. was.
1: And when I crossed the finish line my husband just couldn't even believe it like not that he didn't have faith in me but he's just like I can't believe this is you doing this and I'm like I'm doing the diamond and he looked at me he goes that's nine miles and that's (laughs) mostly
0: uphill (laughs) yeah and
1: that's only like two months away I'm like I'm doing it and so I continued running and and then after a couple weeks he goes you're really going to run the diamond. I guess I better start running. I'll do it with you. And then Ah. we did it together. Yeah, But that running, and then I actually did a couple marathons, 26.2 miles. And it Mm. was just, like, so emotional, Mm. like, because I was not athletic at all. Mm -hmm. And here I am. Doing a marathon. I I ran 26.2 miles.
0: You know, it's funny because our stories, our journeys in the fitness world is very similar. Really? I started with running too, and you don't know this. I was going to say, I don't think I know this story. So this is funny, and and I've never really talked about this on the podcast, so I'll kind of mention it. I ran religiously. And if you knew me in college, you knew like I went out and ran every single day. But it's running is one of those things when you become addicted to it, you have to start adding miles. So I started with a three mile run and then it turned into five. And by the time I moved to Bloomsburg, I was running 10 miles a day, seven days a week. Yeah, I think. And I was so obsessed to a point like I had to tally up how many miles I ran in like a year and I, I, get did satisfaction. The same thing. Yeah, I get satisfaction out of that. Yeah.
1: I had a little right? notebook and I'm yeah. like <laughs> and
0: to, and I, then,
1: every day I would, I yep. would write down what I did and I add up for the week. I'd add up for uh, the month. I'd add up for the year.
0: Yeah. And yep. I became so addicted to a point yeah. if I didn't run, I was cranky. Yes. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it was bad. Yeah. But then I slowly started to like get into, you know, in, the, in college I was dabbing in with weight training and training other people. So like I knew the benefits of training but I was doing too much. I was running 10 miles, and then I was spending yeah. two hours in the gym. Yeah. And then, you know, like when, you can, you, when you're young and you have time, you could do that, but right. at some point you have to start to cut it out. So when I, you know, when I started grad school and everything, I had to start to cut down on the runs just a little bit. Mm-hmm. And then right now I don't really run anymore. You know, I've kind of inherited this left knee injury because of that. Yeah. But I, through weight training, I'm just kind of like, tweak it a little bit. So then it doesn't, the injury doesn't flare up. Right. You know, that kind of stuff. Yes. But so I was so obsessed with running to a point when I was running every day, uh, 10 miles in California, I was like, all right, I think I want to run a marathon. And then, so I was looking at this marathon. I was a, I think it was a Fresno marathon or something like that. They had the option of doing a marathon or ultra marathon. which was 50 K 50 K equals, I think 31 miles is what it is. So then yeah. I looked at that and I said, all right, if I'm going to do 26, I'm going to do 31. Yeah, like, what the <laughs> heck? Why not? So then, uh, two weeks before this ultra marathon, I signed up for an ultra marathon, never having had to do a marathon or anything. I think the most I've done was like half marathon. Like half marathon was easy to me because I was running 10 miles, right. so 13.1, like whatever. So <laughs> I remember running this ultra marathon and at the end, I literally collapsed because I was cramping so hard. Like every single muscle that I didn't even know existed in my body <laughs> cramped up so hard. Um, but I had I had a friend out there that ran the last five miles, I think. And it was in the dirt. It was like the worst. Like every uh, single, the, every 26.2 was all road. Last five miles, all of a sudden is in the dirt. That's like uh, the worst. Wow.
1: That's, that's <laughs> mentally. Yeah. Yeah. That really gets to. Yeah.
0: And so thank God for my friend who ran with me. Shout out to Tyler. Tyler ran with me the last time. He's like, dude, you got to run this. If you stop now, you're not going to finish. So then he make, just kept, made me keep moving my feet and I finished. And then for some reason even though i was hurting at the end and then the next day i woke up i was like wow i want to do it again yeah <laughs> 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 and then it beca- i became obsessed over marathons and qualifying for boston i think the last marathon that i ran was the year of the boston bom- marathon oh bombing. wow yeah and so i actually ran one in poconos so i was around in this area Run for the Rent Marathon, I think was what it was. I qualified because usually for my age group, it's like three hours and six minutes. I ran in 305. Wow. 23. But because of the bombing, everybody wanted to run the Boston Marathon that year. Yeah. So I ended up not being qualified when the New Times came out because there were so many submissions and so many people who wanted to run it. Oh, okay. And I think that was the end of my marathon career. I said yeah. I just I qualified and I felt like I was going to go, but then I was like, eh, "I don't know. Like this is this is right. a lot. It takes yeah. a lot out of me, yeah. a lot of time, a lot of energy."
1: It, so it, then, it's like a job. Yeah. Training mm-hmm. for a marathon. So, right. I did a I did I did I don't know how many half marathons and then I only ever did two full ones. Mm-hmm. And then I decided I wanted to do a, like a sprint-sized triathlon, mm. so I did that. And then I did an, an adventure triathlon, which is biking. Uh, instead of swimming, you kayak mm. and you ran. Cool. So that was fun. And like I did like Tough Mudders, and like yeah. like I just <laughs> I never really made a career out of doing one or right. like I just got to the point where I'm going to try this. I'm going to try that, and so and now I look back, I'm so glad I tried it all.
0: Right, because then you can relate to your yeah, clients. Yeah, yeah, That's one of the advantages yeah. that we have yeah. as people who's experienced that is you can relate to what the clients are going through.
1: Right, right.
0: What was the turning point for you from doing these races to strictly focusing on weight training?
1: Well, I like I said, I could remember saying to Mark uh, at the bagel shop because we used to meet at the bagel uh-huh. shop, have like breakfast and. Uh-huh. We had a whole gang there, and we would, I'm like, you know, I run all the time, and I I threw out my, I do this many miles every month, Uh and like, why can't I get in better shape? You know, you think all this running, you know, like, and I had, like, I still had a few pounds, not a whole lot to go, and uh, I just thought I should... Be more muscular, more fit-looking. And he goes, because all you do is run. Mm-hmm. It's the same movement. Mm-hmm. You don't use any other muscles, so nothing's going to change. It changed a lot for you in the beginning because running was new. Mm-hmm. But you can't just do one thing all the time and expect a lot of change. And then, I, like I said, I started working out with him in the morning. And I shrunk.
0: Mm-hmm. Like,
1: you went, bl- like... I, I lost, like, 20-some inches wow. just weight training. And that that was just, like, I, that was a changing point for me, just feeling my body get tight. Mm-hmm. And then actually, like, because I, you know, with the whole fitness thing again, like, I had my little chart. I had all my measurements on. And, like, once a month, the beginning mm-hmm. of the month, I do all my measurements and weigh myself. And, and I'm like, wow, I'm down this. Like five inches. Wow, I'm down. Like how? How can I? And I would m- go around my waist like two times, and I'm like, oh, that's that's right, you right. know. But like that, the feeling of being like tight and and like shrinking and doing the the weightlifting. That it was fun, and mm-hmm. I had, but I had like a good group of people I worked out with. Everything was fun about it. Right. So it was not a a task to go work right. out. I liked it.
0: And let's make a note here is it, your weight training wasn't like eight pound dumbbells and 10 pounds. dumbbells. Oh no, it was, no. Right.
1: It so. was, I know all women's like, I don't want to lift a lot because I don't want to get yes. bulky. And I'm like,
0: you I, not. you're not Yeah.
1: like, like I go as heavy as I can go. Mm-hmm. And like, I'm, I'm tiny. I'm not like, so a, a, a big, I finally
0: figured this out. So I've come, you know, I've worked with a lot of female clients and they're worried about getting bulky. Mm -hmm. And some of them try for like a week or two and, you know, they they do the heavy lifting thing. But as we both know, when you start to lift heavy, you start to get a little bit more hungrier.
1: Right. Yeah. So then
0: people tend to eat, overeat more than they need to or they're used to. So then they're like, well, I did get bigger. Well, it's probably because you're consuming a right. little bit more than you need to. So right. the, the nutrition and the diet aspect needs to also improve as you start the training. Absolutely. Train,
1: right? Absolutely. Like I said, you said it perfectly. Yeah. You know, like honestly, like you do feel hungry or you're, you're, you're lifting a lot of, of weight and, you know, you just have to learn what you should eat when you have that extra hunger pang mm-hmm. and you know, like you can't just eat anything. Mm-hmm. Like you have to feed the machine. Yes. Like yes. and and like I said, like I I didn't I didn't honestly in the beginning, I watched what I ate but I didn't understand the macros as mm-hmm. much as I do now. Mm-hmm. So I didn't like I watched what I ate when I first started but You know, I actually eat, because I eat the right things, Mm. I can eat more Mm -hmm. than I did before. And, like, I've been the same weight since I started this. Like, when when I got to my, where I was supposed to be, like, I only vary, like, maybe three to five pounds Mm -hmm. in all these years. Like, Mm. and like I go on vacation and I'll have treats and eat a little bit more than I Mm -hmm. should, but like
0: you get back on track. Yeah, You get right back back, on track,
1: but like you, it's hard to tell someone though, like you're not getting bulky because of the muscle you're building.
0: Yeah. When you come in here with the idea that weight training is going to make you bulky and the first sign of them feeling like they're getting Quote, right unquote, they baldier, panic they panic they do and they they you know they tend to find the blame on the thing that they were hesitant to do but right. they felt like they right. were kind of like not forced into doing but like felt like yeah. that's the cause yeah but really in reality if you look at the entire picture most likely it's the consumption of the food um that's the right that's the cause now it might be different for every single individual right and you know, I, I understand, like, women's fear of lifting heavy equals bulkier body. But that's really, like, it's it's a myth, 100%. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
1: Well, luckily, because I have a little bit of a hoarder inside of me, <laughs> I have my original measurement sheet still. Mm-hmm. And I tell them, I'm like, do you want me to bring it in? I'll show you how the inches drop. Mm-hmm. You could see every month how, for mm-hmm. a whole year I tracked it, you could see like 20, like I only lost a couple pounds Mm. in that time. Uh Like I, maybe I shouldn't say a couple, maybe like 10 ish Uh pounds, but I was 20 some inches smaller Mm. from weight training, period, end of story. Mm -hmm. And then when I really understood how to eat better with the macros, Mm -hmm. it really fell into place. Right. But you, you definitely you need both.
0: You do, and it's like, you know, I try to get the clients to focus away from the scale. You know, yeah. I, I try to get them to focus more on how they feel. Yeah, I don't do a so lot of important. of
1: the weighing and measuring. Yeah, because everybody wants it to change. Yeah, yesterday, it's, it's like, al- like they yes. get frustrated then, like, yeah, you know, oh, I still weigh the same, or uh, you know, so. It, I really,
0: it doesn't happen overnight,
1: you know, like, no, it doesn't. Mm-hmm. It's a process.
0: And that's why these, this, like this part of like, I want you to enjoy Like finding something that you enjoy is right. so key because we want you to continue to do it for a long yeah. term. Yes. Yeah. And with weight training, what I find very interesting, there's various things that you could do. And I know weight training is not for everyone, mm-hmm. but certainly anybody and everybody can benefit from Absolutely. it that's a fact
1: and like i have i have such a range of ages that mm. i train it's crazy like one of the clients that honestly started boot camp way back when we we did it outside on the tennis courts mm. at bourbon park with just resistance bands she still trains she's a, she's in her early 60s and like she was deadlifting 170 mm. uh just the other week, wow. Um, we do Turkish get-ups all the time, Uh-huh. and I tell her, Katrina, guess what? If you fall, you will get up. <laughs> you don't need the you don't need the little button to push because you're yeah. gonna get up. You know how? You to know get what up. I mean? And it's just so beneficial. It doesn't matter what age you are. It, it, there's something in the the lifting mm-hmm. for everybody. Like yeah. you, you, you just. It's so beneficial. Absolutely. Like, you could just go on and on and on.
0: Oh, yeah. But. Absolutely. So, now we're coming up on time, surprisingly. Okay. Isn't wow, it crazy? that went past. Yeah, I, I, told I was you. nervous about it. Yeah, I know. I, everybody says that, but <laughs> I always tell them, like, it's going to be fun. It's just yeah, like having conversations. It is. It is. I always like to end the podcast with words of encouragement. So, to those that's listening to this podcast, this is a the segment. They're like, okay, like, what would you want them to know if they're like... So, imagine... You know, this could be anybody, but I want you to think of somebody that's, you know, thinking about starting their fitness journey like that time when you were like signed up for this race because you wanted to get moving, right? Somebody that's fresh in you. What would you want to tell them? What would you want them to know um, as they get ready to go on this journey?
1: Well, I would say if you have any inkling inside of you, maybe you want to start running. Maybe you want to start lifting. Whatever the case is, like, don't be afraid to do it because you just, it opens a whole new world Mm. and just, just give it a try and you, you, you never know where it's going to take you. And I've, I've met so many great people over all these years, friendships. And if I wouldn't have signed up for that first race, none, like, it's just, None of this would have happened. I wouldn't be here today doing what I really love to do. and I it's just it's just, it's amazing how life where it takes you. and if the smallest thing could just change everything for you. And like I always felt overweight and you know, I never liked how I look and and here I am, you know a trainer and I, I help people get healthy and feel better and if I wanna take in that little bit of a chance and I'm gonna do that race, like I just feel like none of this would happen. So you have to try anything whatever you think it is you would like to try, you you have to give it a chance and and if you don't like it, you try something else, but just don't ever hold back. I I just feel like you should just go for it and see where it takes you it could be life like it was life-changing for me not just for my health but like it's it's my job and i love it and and you you love it i know you love it and like how great (laughs) is it to not dread going to work right do you ever wake up and say oh i gotta go to work today no
0: no Actually even no. when I wake up at five o'clock, I say, man, I can't wait to get to the yeah. studio and see my yeah. clients. Yeah. yeah. That's how so it
1: is. So it's it's no matter what it is, if you if you just have that little bit of a feeling you wanna do it, you 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 have to take the risk and do it. Right. You you have nothing to lose.
0: That's right. I always find the clients themselves are usually the self limiting factor. Yes. It's it's the it's the
1: self- doubt mm-hmm. like I I can't run or mm-hmm. I can't lift that or I don't want to do it in front of those people and I you know like what there's a lot out there that can hold you back right if you let it
0: do it for you right but do it for you
1: do it for you yeah. I mean you're the one that's gonna just benefit from it and then all the people around you your loved ones will benefit from it too because you just become such a happier person because you feel good
0: right now that was awesome where can the listeners find you are you on social media
1: i do have a a facebook page fit for life by kelly and um i have uh some of the older information on it um i'm will be officially open november 1st and then so i I will update all the information and class times and uh like i said i'm i'm not that far away i'm just a couple blocks so uh Away from uh, Rocky Boxing, but uh, I'll have all that information on the web page or the Facebook page there and I don't know, that's about oh, all that's I have that. social media. I'm gonna start Instagram.
0: You're gonna start an Instagram. I
1: got my I got my own personal one <laughs> now. Right. I'm getting really with it. And then um, my one friend's gonna help me set up like Instagram. All right, that'll for, be fun. Th- I'll for have life. to yeah, I'll have to yeah. check it out. So yep. Fit
0: for Life by Kelly She's located in Berwick. If you're ever looking for a place to train, or even just pop by, yeah, I'm definitely hello. coming by to train with oh, you. Oh yeah, Steel May. So yes, I want to learn how yes. to do the Steel May stuff. So come and check it out. Well, Kelly, thank you so much for thank being on the you. podcast today. That was great. Yeah, I loved it. So good it. to see you. Thank right. you.